welcome, 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 and another welcome, why not, to episode 53, Going Down with the Wi-Fi. We're all back in house now. <laughs> all right, yeah, we are. Welcome back, Jamie. Welcome back. And yeah, I know. I'm sad I missed uh, Saturday with Mark because I'm sure it was fun. And you guys hit it up pretty well, so that's yeah, why I, like, I'm, we right. all missed you, to be honest. A little Scooby Doo pop pop going on. Yes, I'm try- <laughs> we're trying to have him. Uh, he won't commit to uh, weekly, but um, right. we're trying to get him on more. You know, yeah, like him be like a more regular guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he would My be. My friends like Mark. So. Yeah, no, you guys vibe. We all, all three of us vibe, yeah, yeah. and and even like when I'm like to the side, like just trying to moderate. You guys are like really good. I love it. I, I enjoy so it every fun. time. Until that one topic we get on. That's cool. That's cool too. That's great <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> we love the drama. Oh god. Hell yeah! But again, again. Going down with the Wi-Fi, episode 53. I have my lovely host. State your name, gangster. No. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been followed with a more authoritative statement. <laughs> like, hey, She's low. She's down low right now. <laughs> East Coast. <Yeah. laughs> Wrong coast. Yeah, it's more like the East Coast, idle, idle. Um, <laughs> East Coast. Um, yeah, but not that Jay-Z. Not that Jay-Z. She's this Jay-Z. Right. Not that Jay-Z. I know, a little disappointing, but better than no Jay-Z at all, I guess. Did you see that meme where it said uh, if Beyonce and Jay-Z didn't have money? What no. they look like? Oh, I'll show you real quick. I think it's still on my Instagram Busted story. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, a little busted, a little, uh... Although, like, you can't undo Beyonce's natural gifts. Oh, no, it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's not even there. But, um, he had a mullet, and she had a kind of mullet also. <laughs> and, uh, little, uh, little Ivy Blue had, uh... I forgot they had, like, multiple Yeah, but I don't think they put the twins in it. But they just look. it looked like one of those Sears, uh, portraits. Ugh. And they're just looking, and then and, and, and Jay Z had like a razor Ramon haircut. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. I mean, but that's true. It's like you know, money. True. <laughs> true. So it would be nice to have more of it, right? So exactly. Exactly. But there's some people with money that look like that. Yeah. So you can't even really judge by. Yeah, that. no, that's that's fair. Some people just don't know what to do with themselves. I know. Which Maybe. one is worse, a man bun or a mullet? Mullet. Yeah. Mullet. Yeah. Because man bun is like. So I feel like mullet is a lifestyle. Man bun is like a temporary thing that people try when they want to be like what they think is cool. Although I think I'm, I don't know what's going on with me because I hate so many things and I was strongly opposed to the man bun. But because there are so many now, I'm starting to lighten up on the man bun a little bit. Hold up. I hope. I, so if your man came home with a man bun. Oh, he would not look right Although, I don't know, when he did have longer hair, I done seen the photos. I done seen the photos? I liked it longer. Oh, Um, you did? So what's like a good length for him or for like an average show? Too short for a bun, but like a little bit of shagginess or something. I like like something I can get up in. All right, get up in. Oh, man. I'm I'm a hair twirler. It's like sort of in, like almost a compulsive habit. Oh, so you know, like, do you do it to yours or you do, oh, you do it to yours too. And I've I've done it so much that like my arm will start to lose circulation. I'm like, put your arm down, Jamie. And then I have to wait a minute so I can start again because I can't stop. It feels good. (laughs) It feels so good. No, I'm so many people do that. I knew someone that actually used to rub their arm so much that the pigment started, but she was a girl and And it was kind of like a, but it was like an abuse thing though. So it's not really like a. But I'm, I'm just relating okay. it. So it's just a tick. Yeah, when yeah. she was younger, she saw, like, a lot of trauma, and she would, like, as a coping mechanism. Sorry, oh Debbie God. Downer, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, and she would rub her arm, and I, and, uh, I think, I don't know if I said something about it, or she mentioned it, maybe. Mm. 
And she was, as she explained that, I was like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, that's sad, but that's it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, mine is just like a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. That's okay. We have a compulsion. I sniff my nose all on my lip. I sniff my lip a lot. I, my mother used to <laughs> fucking. I know. My mom used to. Yeah, I just like out of nowhere will go. Yeah, I'll just go. I, I do it less, so maybe you're. And it's funny because you're like across from me. I've never seen you do. Now it's going to be the only thing. <laughs> I do it a lot less now, but when I was younger, even my ex used to say something. She's like, hey, "That's not attractive." That's, that's like a Mary Catherine Gallagher. Like you might as well stick your hands in your pits and suicide. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. I miss that uh, movie. I need to watch it again. Oh god, the scene where they're in church and they're pretending to be supermodels. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, congratulations to Tyra Banks and her little comeback. She is. What's going on? She's on the cover of Sports Illustrated again. Yes, yes. Wasn't she like the third? Yes, that's why. It's so cool. It's like a little anniversary. I know that she still looks good. She does. I mean, a lot of airbrush, but who cares? But like, I need airbrush too. Yeah. Like, why not? Who gives they a fuck? Every fucking body. I'm with it though. I'm with it, and she's so beautiful. I don't care. Yeah. It, she it, always was. I'm yeah. like, yeah, with the cellulite, without the cellulite, mm. who gives a shit? Tyra when is she super got hot. And told everybody to kiss her fat ass. Well, that's why. That's another reason. You're right. Hell yeah. That's why yeah. another. By the way, if you had amnesia and you forgot who the fuck I am, I'm still insane. Again, that's not that Jay Z oh, yeah. cross for me. And I am still insane. I did not say and my name. And we still love Tyra Banks. And we, how do we still love Tyra Banks? Hey, Clapper, that one. Yes. Yes, still a big fan. And yes, yeah, she's huge into body positivity like yeah. uh, Jamie said. Which is hilarious because she's always had a great body by like any standards in any country. Well, she said um, the last 10 years she's had work. Really? It's very common. Huh. It's very common. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. And, uh, obviously when I was younger, I had different standards right. and even like different standards within relationships. Mm. So I was very domineering in that, in that way. Oh, okay. Exactly. Bad. <laughs> bad. No, no. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, response. Uh, like even like if my ex said like, I wanted a nose ring, I'm like, Oh, like I would give her like a stink about it. Cause or, you didn't like, yeah. Yeah. And that's not my body. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. if I was with someone now and they said they wanted to get liposuction, I would still be like, not if my thing. You need it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be as like. Right. At, like I wouldn't be at, like if it was my body like I wouldn't be like right. you can't get that <laughs> or like I'm leaving you if you like get that tattoo you put that nose yeah in. yeah so I learned I that I grew that's up fair to say like that's not yeah and I honestly when someone can like look back and reflect upon past behavior and change oh, I was bad I was bad but that's like the key to life right yeah like, the people that don't change are the problem true 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 like if you're changing it's good <laughs> no, no, no! You're right. You're absolutely. You would not want to have been on a radio show with me when I was like 19. Fuck those bitches! Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was like that. Or I'm leaving. Yeah, I was. I was. Oh well, no, oh no, no! I don't. First of all, I don't like surgery. I I would okay. rather a flatter chest mm. than uh, a fake chest hmm. or any of the assets, any of the uh, the. The anatomy, but butts. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not about calf implants. Uh, Botox. I guess you saw that True Life episode. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. Oh my god, that was the first time I saw Cabot. But you know, I didn't know it was a thing until that guy did it. And nobody, uh, there's never been a real confirmation from The Rock, but The Rock supposedly has pec implants what? and calf implants, and they show before and after when he was with the Nation of Domination. When I used to watch wrestling, um, the Nation of Domination. His chest is super. Actually, I'll show you right now. Yeah, that's pretty shocking to hear. Who was this? Like a. a- bullshit story or is this no dude no again only reason why i know is because yeah. well not no only reason why i realized it 
is because I watched him a lot, and I was a big fan of him. I read his book. Huh. He was like a, he was a biracial figure. I didn't really have that many growing up, so I was just like, ah, I love The Rock. Oh, I didn't know he was biracial. Yeah, he's he Samoan, Samoan and black. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was like straight up fully Samoan. He looks like it. Before and after. Oh, well, that's like uh, his college football photo, one of them, but let me see. Yeah, but there's no way to get pecs like that. They From what? Are they not the exact same? And, uh... His body looks the same to me. I'm oh, it does? Oh, uh, yeah. well, there's a lot of people who contest against that. I mean, and, maybe I'm not good at it. And there's a lot of people that, um... But again, but in, the, in, in this th photo, I don't see what's different. Besides his tattoo. Oh, right there. That's what they were talking about. That scar. There's a scar. There's they, a scar? Where they put the silicone in. You don't see it on the side oh, of his new one? Oh, this little dimple Yeah, thing? that's the thing that they always point to. Uh... I can't I mean, it's too blurry. That's cool. There's no confirmation. Yeah. We're just talking shit. <laughs> We're yeah. just talking shit. I'm not willing to buy Sorry, Rock. Like if you hear this show ever, ever, if we ever become famous, you go, you know, fucking episode 53, you fucking Rudy Pooh candy ass. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Slap the shit out of you. But, uh, yeah, so, fuck, uh, sorry, Rock. So, uh, sorry, Dwayne. all in service of talking about Tyra Banks being on yes! the cover of... She wasn't even on the agenda, but I just wanted to give her a shout-out. Yeah, no, I, I love her. I'm, like, totally out of the loop this week, so it's good to know. All good. What the fuck? What the fuck happened this week? And we'll start off with... Start off with your thing. What's your thing? Why not? Let's fart... Oh, fart. Let's, uh, <laughs> right, and I saw a meme today. It was really funny. Nick, uh, Nicole, she's the one that made that, uh... That being fat um, video, whatever she's a comedian. Oh no! And she put up a meme that I, I, I think that's her name. Yes, but she spells it weird, like Canadian. She's Canadian. Oh no! Is she's she blonde, right? Oh no! No, Nicole Byers is not even close to being blonde. <laughs> okay, so I'll show you. It's still on my story. Oh no, because Nicole Byers is funny as hell. You know, she this girl is funny. She's funny. She's not like incredibly funny, but I've never heard girls wear thongs to chop their parts. <laughs> I thought that's, that was hilarious. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that, that's the type of humor she's she's about. It's so am I, I guess. The toilet <laughs> the toilet humor every once in a while. I think I'm gonna stick with my Nicole Nicole Byers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me just for shits and giggles, let's see who Nicole Byers is. Maybe I've seen she her. She was on MTV's Girl Code when they were doing that. Oh, I know who you're then talking about. Then she had her own show called No, I know you're talking about something. I love yeah, yeah. I love Girl Code and Guy Code. They're both hilarious. Aquafina, she, we love Aquafina. Stuff, yeah. And she's just like so funny. When she shows up on podcasts, it's usually like a really solid episode. Fuck yeah, I need to listen. I love her. So the Met Gala just happened recently. We had Serena Williams, we had Ezra Miller. We had so many celebrities uh, that were dressing people up. People claim to be celebrities. And they're Who's just, the guy? Billy Porter, the guy from Pose. Oh, B Billy Porter is a Broadway sort of Yeah, legend. he's got a Tony. Yeah, he was there. So yeah, he, of course, he of should course. have been able to pull that off. Pull off because what was the theme? Camp. Camp was not, the theme. Like summer. I got Lena White. I actually had to ask, like, summer camp or camp camp? <laughs> right. Because I didn't know. I thought everybody oh, was going to be showing up in, like, Eureka tents and stuff like that. Oh, I'm not going to lie. When I first... Yeah, you're right, actually. When I did I, hear them, I was like... But I should have known. I should have known, like, the... Like, the but it would have been so hilarious if people showed up in, like, Boy Scout uniforms. Like, just, like, weren't, like, totally fashioned out. It's funny that you say that because I didn't even think it was real. But when I was listening to Joe Button, mm. you know, I love Joe Button. And actually, he just... Well, we'll talk about that a little bit. Ooh, yeah. But um, one of his castmates, uh, uh, co-host, uh, Mal... Uh, I forgot what it's probably Jamal to be honest, but he uh, and his Instagram is Mal by the way, mm -hmm. and he, he showed up and his his for his father not his father sorry his brother is Kareem Biggs and Kareem Biggs is 
one of the producers for Jay-Z's first album. Oh, Actually, okay. most of his albums. So he's a music producer. So if you ever look at the back of Jay-Z's albums It'll and you see the producers, they'll say Kareem Biggs. Okay. And obviously Dame Dash and Jay-Z, blah, blah, blah. So he's he's big in his own right, and now he's a podcast, so now he's famous in his own right. And he said he showed up to the Met Gala in kid gear. No. Yeah, and they turned him down. They literally said, no, that's not what they meant. Except no one was on theme. Exactly, and Kanye West showed up in a Dickies outfit. Okay, we can't, we can't even talk about him because every year, no matter what the theme is, inevitably it's some photo of his wife and some, like, you know, outfit that's, I guess... Good? I don't know. That's what his excuse was. He didn't want to outshine like his a wife. Denim jacket. You can't outshine your wife. I know. That butt can't be outshone. But he always shows up in like a jean jacket and like... Did it, you see her waist? No. What it happened was, to it? It was like, it was like skinnier than my neck. To begin with. I mean, I think, and also it wouldn't look as crazy if she didn't have like the top and the bottom just sandwiching all that together. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't even, I don't pay attention to the Met Gala. Yeah, I saw the, was it wet? Or was it just sparkly? I don't know, but everything was pressed together. She looked like she was wrapped in Ziploc. Like, I mean, you know, she's got the body, so why not? Yeah, yeah, true, true. I'm not sure, I mean, whether whether she paid for it or was born that way, she got it, flaunt it. True. Whatever. What did you think about Serena's bacon, egg, and cheese? Uh, well, it made me laugh. When you called it a bacon, egg, and cheese, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a little egg scramble. It was, I was confused just, when you showed me everyone else's photos, I was just as confused because they were just dresses? Yeah. Uh, and like suits? So yeah. I'm not sure what, uh, I, I guess these people don't hang out with a lot of gay men or drag queens. They definitely do not. Haven't watched TV or film in the last, you know, 70 years. I mean, even in like twenties films or thir- excuse me, not twenties oh, films. That's a great photo. Thirties, forties. That's our girl. That's our oh, girl black- Ross. Yes, I'm sorry. So we were talking about Lena Waithe at for- this was it, and it's a black drag queens. No, it's oh invented. Invented it. Invented. Invented. I seen it. Camp. I seen it. That shit. I think is the only outfit that really matters. For real. The the only outfit that matters was Lena Waithe's uh, uh, blazer that said "Black Drag Queens Invented Camp" because she was the picture. only one with Tracy Ellis Ross in the background. The only one Sick. who in, who showed up on scene. Yes. Yes. Uh, and the only one who made a point, and the point was like "fuck you" in this Met. <laughs> tell us, tell us the audience, and and, and yeah, yeah cause this tell is us what camp is to you. So to me, camp is like oh right because I was saying like mm-hmm. go even going back into the to me how do you explain camp? It's it's like, hard to explain, but I think you got it. It's sort of how, how do you define it? It's it's over the top. It's we could read a definition. Yeah, you know? what is the like? How do you? Because I know it when I see it, but I don't know how. Like it's it's sort of. So before we read the definition, my version of it is you don't you don't really give a shit about the standard. Mm-hmm. It's usually like a theme. To an extravagance, but it can't look like you tried too hard. So if you so somebody said the like the best examples of camp are actually Lady Gaga, like the meat dress, mm. the the her being in the egg for seventy two hours, like she's fucking David Blaine over here. Mae West was like ah, it's happy. a great that's a great example. But she's like kind of a little semen sometimes, you know. Like yeah, that's just, a great example. Was she the you just just put your lips together and blow, lady? Was that no? That was somebody. I'm sorry, that oh, was sorry. That was um. Ah. Uh, a much more uh, refined actress. Um, Give us a definition. You okay, speak so, so well, Jamie. Apparently, it's as in night. Oh, 
sorry, uh, ostentatious, exaggerated, affected, theatrical. Theatrical is the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> and even in film, they, they, can, they say can't be. Yeah, they also say effeminate or homosexual. <laughs> oh, God. Pertaining to characteristic of homosexual. Thank you, Oxford. Yeah, I, I mean... They already put twerk in the dictionary. Right, so, you know. like, camp comes from, like... I mean, <laughs> it started with uh, classic film star, female... Like, classic female film stars, and occasionally... Uh, someone who would probably be defined as the Nance. Oh, we're, get, we're getting, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're taking out uh, Jamie's uh, film bag well, over here. I mean, it was, I, I didn't know <laughs> the term for the Nance until I saw, and this is going to make me sound like such a, like, I don't know how I got sucked into this, but PBS aired, yes, PBS aired. What PBS? <laughs> I know, is great. I know, but it's like I was home one night watching all PBS. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, PBS and chill, girl. They filmed and aired uh, a Nathan Lane play I called The Lane. Nance, where he was a game, uh, it was like vaudeville. I'm not going to lie, but I think of a Nance, I would definitely think of he Nathan is, Lane. I don't he, even know what a Nance is. Right. He, he himself, in Birdcage, was like The Nance, but this play that he was movies. in. Fantastic, and that was campy. Yeah, definitely. Campy. Every every tro- every gay trope was oh in that my movie. God. So much, yeah. But, uh, but the Nance was about a gay man who obviously wasn't out because it was mm-hmm. like the twenties. It was vaudeville. Oh my god! So he would couldn't imagine coming to be out straight. that time. <laughs> exactly, he would pretend to be straight mm-hmm. and play a gay man on vaudeville. So it was very like you know, sort of like hey boy, you know, like that kind of like <laughs> go my way. Yeah, like that kind of thing where he's like obviously like sort of effeminate and. Just outlandish in that way. And so that's where I learned the term the Nance from. It was actually a really interesting play. I won't get into it now. But yeah, uh, so I think of characters like that that were in early, like, 40s films. Uh, I, I don't know what movie it was. It might have been, like, a Gold Diggers of 39 or something wow. like that. It was, like, a big studio picture. And there was some dresser backstage. And he was like, girls, girls. <laughs> it was just him waving feathers about and trying to get them in their outfits. I, I wish I could remember what movie it was from. But yeah, uh, sounds like, no, I mean, there's no way to figure that out. Um, But yeah, so everybody showed up to the Met Gala in what I would call nice outfits. Yeah. But no one really, and I even said to my friend, she told me what the theme was and what Lena Waithe showed up wearing. And I said, but so how do you do that? How do you dress in a campy way? Do you just have like a drag queen just do you up? (laughs) <laughs> like, how are these people going to do that? How do you express that in just the way that you're dressing? Well, Tracy Ellen Ross did not. Ellis. Ellis, sorry. What did I say? <laughs> yeah, did I say Ellen? Yeah. Okay, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Um, which is ironic because she's in the same picture as the person Jamie right. said hit it on the head. And uh, her jacket, which is stupendous, by the way, great color and everything. And it actually did have, like, some pointy yeah, shoulders. Sick. So it was, yeah. Sick. And Lana White, I, I know she gets it. And at first, I was a little disappointed because I'm like, come on, I hate when people ghettofy words, I hate when my black people do that. They put a Z at the end of an S or something like that, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but this one says, black drag queens invented it. <laughs> and she's right. Um, black exploitation films, all those things, mm. literally, came, uh, even the parodies, Scary Movie, and I mean, mm. obviously, Airplane was before that and shit like that. Well, well yeah, Scary Blazing Movie Saddles. out of, like, the Zucker Brothers film. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Wet Hot American Summer. That's they take all, they take all the goofy. camp, yeah, exactly. They take all the camping, like, yeah. motives and tropes and jokes and parodies and put them yeah. all into one film. That's what it means to be campy in a film. Like Jamie was explaining before, 
you just don't give a fuck. Like you, you, you look great. You look extravagant. But it's sort of like an over the top. Exactly. Like they said, like the Oxford Dictionary said, it was like theatrical. Which if and if you don't know what theatrical is, you've been blessed not to know a lot of theater majors. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're, you know, we're a lonely bunch. Well, everything is like, you know, I'm just going to die if I don't get this part. You know, Damn, I love her. I, I couldn't pull that look off, and she can. She dressed like she's going skiing in 92. Yes, I would yeah. look like the Invisible Man. I would look <laughs> like I was Chevy Chase just, like, What's running away from people. Lena, is it Waith or White? What's her deal? I think it's... I think it's Waith. Because I've only seen her in that uh, Ready Player One movie, and that was the first time I... Oh, yeah, her. she voiced over the um, the big dude. But I, I heard she was a writer. She is a writer. She writes... No, no, not at all. <laughs> she won an Emmy for an episode that she wrote for Masters of None. And she oh, writes. And she's, she's a regular a... character on Masters of None. Okay. Which I've you would like, actually. You would actually like that. <laughs> Even though he became, like, a little perv later in life. Well... Uh, you know, that was a more... We don't have to get into that one, real quick. Nah, it's like, ugh, we've, everybody's been there and done that. Oh, but yeah. His whole thing was sort of a weird gray area where he wasn't paying enough attention and the person with him wasn't making it clear enough, which has happened to many people, probably including myself. I didn't feel like it was on the other person. I felt like maybe I should have been more clear about this or they could have been more clear with me. Yeah. Because obviously we were just... Signals were definitely... Yeah, well, to brief it... Everybody. Yeah. To brief it real quick... Yeah. Uh, a journalist went to a show of as is Ansari and somebody and then they went home together and or she they was, were on a date. They, they ended up date. oh my bad, they went on a date afterwards, but she went there for work. She went the cover. Oh, I thought it was just a date. Yeah, and then but you're right, they did set up a date. They got, you know, exchange numbers, yeah. were on a date, and she went to his apartment right. and I guess he thought it was time it was, it was time to bang time. Right. Yeah, it was green light. And yeah, she did not. They fooled around a little bit. She said that you she know she wasn't really feeling it, but yeah. like felt pressured to keep going. And again, I, I said, like I said, nineteen-year-old Vince, I would have been like, "What's the problem?" Right. Blah blah blah. You shouldn't have came into my apartment. Blah blah. Yeah, exactly. What a lot of people were saying, and I was like, "But you're not understanding the weird dynamic at play there, and yeah. how like you, you just." We're still relying on like old methods of dating, and I don't want to call it courtship, but that like. You know, we're just supposed to like read these subliminal cues we're sending. We all got a lot to learn, and especially relationships. Like, yeah, people think like, "Oh, she's in my house; it's go." Yeah, we got to start from zero. All no us. longer, and I used to and be, girls too, women I too. I used to be the same way. I'm like, it's fucking on. No, it wasn't always on. I was, I could misread people like you wouldn't believe. I think, especially <laughs> elder millennials like us, I think it's hard to reverse yeah. a lot of the things that we were taught and a lot of things that we were a part of. Because, like, it's different because a lot of Generation Z uh, just, like, was born into it. Like, a lot of, like, even, like I said, I'm not going to bring up the whole work situation. But there's a lot of hypersensitivity where I work because they're a lot younger. And that's just how they were born. Like, they were born woke. (laughs) They're what I called, uh, or not Gen Z, but I called, like, or I guess it is Gen Z. It is Gen Z. Excuse me. Millennials, Gen Z. I Mm called them the gayest generation. Yes, they are. Like they were born with just like this is who I am, world. Step back if you don't like it. Yeah. Whereas like we were still coming of age during the AIDS crisis in the eighties, yeah. early nineties. Like we were forced to change in yes. a lot of ways. Like, and we were still kids, but mm-hmm. like we, I personally like knew about AIDS because of school. Like Keith Haring was a big thing. Yeah. He was a big like advocate for ACT UP and AIDS and stuff like that. So, but to wrap it up, yeah. she he got the wrong signals and. He kept trying to pull moves, and to be honest, it wasn't like, it was a a borderline date rape situation, but 
he, to be honest, in my opinion, he was acting like a 13-year-old boy. Like, mm. he was just acting like some, some puppy with a fucking, like, his thing just, right. like, in the middle, just, like, flapping around. And he's in his 30s. Shouldn't be acting like you that. There should be more, more consent. Yeah, yeah, a little more thoughtful with, with consent. Even if it's corny. Even if it's, like, right. hey, what's up? Do you want to fuck or not? Like, Which, even that is yeah. more... <laughs> Which is funny, because do you remember that MTV show, Undressed? Yes. They that didn't, didn't last that long. No, because it was, like, trash. But... They did an episode where the college instituted, like, a consent bill. Yep, yep, I remember that. And I remember two kids in the shower being like, can I touch you here? It was fun, though, that show. It wasn't good, yeah, you're right, it, it wasn't, wasn't good. Show. No, but they were in the shower, and it was, like, fun. Yeah. The consent can be so fun, <laughs> guys. Get with it. Like, yeah, even, raping people. <laughs> even that Dave Chappelle episode uh, where they were making fun of Kobe Bryant. And, oh, I don't uh, remember that. Oh, yeah, it's a big, it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh What's her name? Um, Quincy Jones. Uh, Tamika. Tamika. Rashida? Rashida. I say Tamika all the time. Like Tam- an idiot. I know. <laughs> I know. My biracial people. Sorry. Sorry. But um, oh Rashida Jones, she's on the episode, and he's oh. acting like Kobe, and he brings out a freaking contract in the middle of sex. In the middle of three, so not even sex. Three. Oh, no. My bad. It was sex. It wasn't three. But well, you legitimately should. She goes, <laughs> really? And he's like, yeah. you got." And so she's, she's signing the thing, and she oh. goes, huh, anal? Nice try. And she skips that <laughs> box. He's like, he's like, damn, damn. And at the end of it, he goes, oh, they have sex. Like, it gets down to business. And at the end of it, like, because it was Kobe, it was based on Kobe, he throws the condom into the freaking oh. trash can. He goes, Kobe. <laughs> oh, actually, I think he made it. I think he made it. <laughs> but um, obviously, Deja probably can get away with those yeah. type of jokes. Uh, very famous and very funny and very established. But, uh, yeah, no, so... So, so the he always writes for Master of None. <laughs> but to wrap up... Sorry, I wanted to wrap up us is he, uh, he wrote a text apologizing and it, it, it like, admits that he was wrong in that situation. Oh. Now, that's where I felt like the female did the wrong thing. That could... And in the exchange, he apologizes mm-hmm. and he recognizes. He doesn't fully grasp, like, where she was coming from, yeah. but he was trying. Mm-hmm. You could see it in there. And I still, I still can, mm-hmm. like, I still condemn him. Not, I don't, I'm not going to, like, throw him in jail, blah, blah, blah. But if I was in a conver- a casual conversation, like, dude, you were acting like yeah. a perv. Like, you were acting <laughs> a little, a little thirsty, bro. Like, it's not that serious. But she shouldn't have put that out in the public. She put the whole cell phone conversation right. in the public. But honestly, since it came out, I think it was almost like, at first everyone was like, why the fuck? But it was an important part of the greater conversation we're having, because we're like, where are the gray areas? What was yeah. this? What should we think about when we think about this scenario? I think it's important to have the, the grays as well as the black and white scenarios, like R. Kelly peeing on people. No, you're right. That, that's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty We benefited out of his uh, expense. But right. you're right. You're right. Yeah, we did learn a lot from that. For it. Like, let's be real. Aziz still touring. He is now, but it took him a little while. And it was right in the, it was right in the beginning of the Me yeah. Too movement. So he yeah. was caught, like, right in that whirlwind, right yeah. from that. And it took, and, it, and he hasn't come out with uh, a Masters of Done season for a while. Hmm. You're right. He has gone on tour just right. recently, though. Yeah, he's still, but, like, not in the way that many, I, I would say I don't feel too bad because I feel like he's still doing all right. He took a hit. Hopefully everyone has learned a lesson from his situation and he's learned something as well. I yeah, James that's... Franco with the whole the whole USC. Uh, you're, oh, you know about that, uh, right? No, I knew he was texting teenage girls. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, what? That sucks. What did he do at USC? He 
does a bunch of classes at, I believe, Columbia, USC. He's an, he's a really accomplished yeah, acting I, yeah, coach. Yeah, I thought he went to an Ivy League school. And supposedly, there's some women that said that, like, he would use the position to have sex with them, to proposition sex. And he would, he in part of his lessons, I thought we talked about this, that's crazy. No. Um, part of his lessons, he, you know, in, in sex scenes, sometimes they put the... Uh, the, the tape or whatever yeah, like, like a, a cup. Yeah, yeah and they're grinding blah 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 he would let it fall off during well they were shooting but, but all, not, no not no. shooting oh. acting class so what? like in my opinion like what kind of master class is this and you're no. teaching people sex scenes yeah wait wait because that, that was my next question because I was like I've been yeah I went to what level is this I, <laughs> yeah, wait, I haven't been to a single workshop a single collegiate level yeah. course where they're like now you're going to do this scene where you're going to get naked and grind on each other with, like, you know... Uh, Improv time, oh, level yeah. seven. What the fuck <laughs> what is that? That should have been your first fucking clue. It's like when I was watching one of my crappy reality shows and they went to some acting teacher. She was like, now we're going to fake orgasms. That's not a fucking thing. Okay, Meg Ryan. Like, um, yeah. thank God. Like, <laughs> just learn from her. Watch yeah. that movie. Like, well, what are you getting out of this as an acting exercise? Nothing. Besides yeah. embarrassing yourself. So we want to talk about this because yeah. I don't think you even watch like Love and Hip Hop and all that stuff. Right? Uh, I, I've seen a couple of reunions, but not the show. Oh, proper. so you might know who this is Joe Button. So you know, know Joe, Joe Button, but do you know who Sin Santana is? I have heard this name. So they, I've they heard this name. so on the show on the podcast, we'll make it quick. Uh, on the podcast, they had a live episode, their mm-hmm. first live episode. It was around Christmas time. And they made a big deal because he proposed to her on stage, oh. and they've been engaged, engaged four months. Huh. But the caveat to that, the the, the bad part to that, mm-hmm. he, before that, and I never watched the show. My sister and my mom do, <laughs> um, but I know a lot about Joe Button, and she's really young, and I, and you know how I feel about that. I don't care. But in this situation, it reared its ugly head. So anybody that wants to point this example, oh, like, God. see, this, that's why you shouldn't have big age cats, blah blah blah, all that type of shit. They're like, damn, this is bad. Thanks, Joe. You fucked it up for everybody. Uh, what is, what um, he, you know, this is common in even with women. Like, you get to a certain age, sometimes your libido goes down. And his libido is like, his, like, nose died. How old is Joe Biden? He's, like, 38. And but that's common. That's common at that age. Yeah, there's, I know, that I know people, like, 33, 34. Actually, me, that's, too. Like, I'm so young, though. Like, okay, so if I'm with someone that, like, I'm attracted to, like, like, yeah. very attracted to. Yeah. yeah, that's not a problem. But, like, as far as, like, random encounters and stuff like that, uh, like, that's hard. That's hard for me because, like... I don't have that kind of, like, uh, energy for that anymore. <laughs> when I was in college, like, I, I couldn't have banged anything under the sun. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And, I, and it wouldn't have mattered. Like, from now, like, it's just, like, hard for me to put myself in the mind frame mm. of someone I'm not attracted to. I mean, I did know women peaked later in terms of, like, sexual... Yes. Uh, I've heard that a lot, too. What would you call it? Sexual performance? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or experience. Or, uh, what, there's another sexual word for libido. Peak, but Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, uh... Yeah, so that was already a bad match because okay. I had I had seen clips of episodes where she has gotten out of the car because he won't fuck like he'll like say I'm not fucking you like I'm like I just don't want to like that's not my and she's 26 years old like oh yeah like what else is there to do at 26 that would be, <laughs> I, I feel bad for both of them because that is frustrating that is because it's like you know you don't you shouldn't have to have sex if you don't want to yeah that too and he physically wouldn't be able to yeah like women can with a lot of lube. But, uh, yeah, that that is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Like if we just like shove a bunch of shit up there, you know. I'm sure that's what prostitutes have to do. A lot. The, uh, um, the worst part when that happened to me is when I broke up with my last ex, mm-hmm. like for like two years. Like, like sorry, TMI to everyone. My thing was basically broken. 
seriously. Like, you just didn't want to use it. Yeah. And there were people that I was even attracted to, and I would just, like, go through the motions, yeah. and I just got nothing out of it. And there were people that would call it out, and I'd be like, I'm, I don't even I'm know not, why I'm doing this. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah, even know why I'm doing like, this. Like, yeah, this, is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. There was one person that, like, checked the condom and shit like that. I'm like... She checked it. She tried. She tried. I was like... I, like, ran to the bathroom because, like, I, I get, just wasn't getting out of it. I just assume... You know what? That's... Because I've had questions sometimes, but, like, it's not my place to ask. I don't... You know what? It, it, some, it, some bitches are audacious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got mine, so what do I care? Yo, what I, I know. I like what I was taken care of. Yo, when I was younger, I didn't give a shit, and then one day I started asking because, like, I started caring about it more. Like, did you did you get the big O? Like, blah blah blah. But then I started like then I I realized the work that it took to getting there, and I'm like, oh shit. I was not doing that for a lot of years. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to like call all the girls and be like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why did you do that? Why did you even participate in that with me? Why did you even make me feel like I even did a mediocre job? And then like, the yeah. side, you also have to be willing to like ask for stuff. Yeah. Which I felt I was, I guess because I came from like. And that goes back to our millennial thing. A lot of yeah. women didn't teach, or men didn't right. teach people to ask. Like, yeah. you just, they think that like, we just jump into it. I just, I guess I came from like a kind of hippy dippy school where mm-hmm. it was like, it never occurred to me that women shouldn't have an orgasm. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, you know, to the left or whatever it was. I would just ask for like. There's still a big needed. percentage of women that have never. I know, and I didn't realize. Yeah, like you learn that more where you're like, oh, and and masturbation so important. Not to sound like a doctor. Um, oh, Doctor uh, Ruth. Ruth. Oh, I met her. By the way, she's former awesome. uh, secretary. Who is who is under Clinton? She wanted to teach masturbation in sex ed, and people like re- like. Almost ran her out of town. Like, I don't know why. I, I love can't health, remember. Health class is so important. Yeah, and like we talked. That wasn't Doctor Ruth. No, it was a it was a different younger woman who worked in the Sounds familiar. administration. Sounds very familiar. And they were like, "How dare she?" But like, How dare she? I came from a comprehensive sex ed program, yeah. and that was part. I mean, I remember getting a worksheet. Well, that was a red house and senate while Bill Clinton was in office, though. Not, <laughs> yeah. not, not a big surprise. New Gingrich so was like running so the country. Bitch, when basically. all they do is jerk off on each other. Yeah. So what's their big fucking deal? I mean, I, but I refused to answer a worksheet in fifth grade because it was a masturbation worksheet. Mm-hmm. And my mom had to, like, go into the school and be like, Jamie will not be filling this out. She's too uncomfortable. And they were like, cool. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. I, I mean, I know what it was. That's natural. But no. I was like, I do not want to answer these questions. That's true. You don't have to. We had a <laughs> yeah. similar thing in health class. And I participated. But I get it. I get it why people didn't. Yeah. Um, I think we were, like, in 10th grade. Oh, so it was later. Yeah. Yeah, we had this, started pretty early, with and we stuff. and to be honest, I'm down with that too. But I'm also down with like people like you, like not. Hey, it's all about oh, comfort I was, level. I was like t- nine, ten, so I didn't feel like I wanted to. I was like, I know, you know, it was the first That's time just, anyone was bringing up this yeah. stuff, and I was like, I don't want to fill out this sheet worksheet. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I uh, no, no, no. I think it definitely should be brought up. Yeah. But um, as, that's why I know. About, but at you know? school, at school particularly, mm-hmm. especially with like the social aspect and mm-hmm. social anxiety oh, God, and yeah. pressure and all that type of stuff, and you're coming into your own yeah. as a person, as a woman. Yeah, totally Talking understand. About this stuff in a classroom setting is exactly. weird, but it was also hilarious sometimes because we had an eighty-something-year-old woman yeah. teaching uh, a section of our life. We had a midwife class. actually, and oh. she was. Awesome. So she, she was very blunt. She, she was, didn't call it heavy petting like our teacher did? No. She was very upfront. <laughs> oh, man. Very That's upfront. Sure. She was like, grab the balls, like, grab the... Yeah, she was like... She was giving you tips. Oh, she... Oh, like, she was like, all oh, sex ladies, this and that. And some of them were like, 
all timid, like, like, well, you're not going to get married. Like, <laughs> that's what she oh. said. She was like, someone's not getting married. <laughs> and so the, the what reminded me of your story yeah. um, is that one of the assignments, she told us to freaking uh, draw our private parts. And so me, I'm like in 10th grade, oh, I'm proud of my shit. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Picasso over here. I'm like, I'll put the ball over here. I'll put the shaft over there. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, one person who is the niece of Rosie Perez, um, we ended up dating a little bit Did later. Sound like Rosie Perez? Um, accent wise, amazing. If she, she, like, oh no, she I can't do a Rosie Perez. It's like, oh, I can't. It's too high, but it's like, I can't do it. I sound Midwestern. I'm trying. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, I thought I just, I won the lottery. I just, yeah, it was, it was the, like, and I just remember watching her on Letterman talk about her. how she was doing, like, a twirl and her dress fell she off. She used to come to our shows. She used to come <laughs> to when I did, when I, Broadway, when I did freaking off, 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 off Broadway shows at my school, oh, at my alma mater, she would show up because oh, that was her niece. Okay. And she'd be like, and I'm not even kidding you, I'm not even trying to brag. She would go, the weird thing. <laughs> Why are you not doing anything with him? Like, where is he? So we funny. need to get up front and see. I'm dead serious. She would, and Angela would come up to me and be like, Vince, it's really embarrassing, but my, my Aunt Rosie wants us to talk to you again. So and I'm like, I was like, in all my glory. Yeah. I was in all my glory. I'm like, I'm seeing many of movies. And she actually invited us to see Frankie and Johnny when it was on stage, and I got to see her oh, fake boobs. Oh, at the, at the Claire Deleuze. Is that the, is that the... Oh, I forgot what stereo was. was it John Patrick Shane. That was a play? while ago, but it was when they were in it, and the guy from uh, Sopranos, uh, Ralphie. Oh, you didn't like Sopranos. Uh, I, I watched it. I just never finished. The it. guy with like the toupee kind of looking. You've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I'm sure. Uh, Bad Boys. I'm Did sure. you ever see Bad Boys? The Commissioner. No. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, Frankie and Johnny, I got to see your boobs on stage. Blah blah blah. <laughs> that was that was a hi- that was a highlight of my little boy life. Oh my god. But uh, let's move on to yours. So basically, oh. Joe Budden and Sin broke up, and he's old because of like, and it was because of lack of sex. Yeah, yeah it was a mismatch. It was yeah. a mismatch, and when and in that situation, the age was definitely clearly the difference. That would make a difference, especially moving forward. Semi jump kind of life. Yeah. Except this with your dad. Oh, I, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I wrote my father's charmed life. So uh, I'm just going to play this voicemail. For please, you. please play loud. Play loud from my father. Hey, Jay. Uh, okay, I was coming out of the bank and some... Anyway, this whole group comes along and they put me on camera and they say, hey, here's the Jonas Brothers. Well, who the... I don't know. So I said something that signed a release. But do we like them? <laughs> because I think they like me. Goodbye. <laughs> so I'm like, I get this nonsense voicemail from my dad. My question is, which Jonas Brothers like them? Okay, this is what I think. All the Jonas. Do they, all the Jonas like them? I know. I have no idea what he's talking about. What about the Hansons? Do they like him he, too? I don't know. What's so, <laughs> so you know all that I know. In the moment, we know the same thing. So I'm going, what is this voicemail? He said, I think he got like ambushed by a news crew. I don't even know what's going on. Why are they asking like a man, an older man about the Jonas Brothers? Wow. So I call him and my mom answers. And I'm like, is dad home? And she's like, oh, he'll be back soon. And she goes, what's up? And I go, well, he left me this crazy voicemail. And I go, something about the Jonas Brothers. He was getting interviewed about the Jonas Brothers. And we both start laughing. Because she's like, what are you talking about? And I go, I don't know. Yeah, what are we talking about, Mom? I'm trying to figure that out with you. I'm like, I'll have him call you back. But we're laughing hysterically because we're like, what is this nonsense he's talking about? So he calls me back. And I go, Dad. What the hell are you yeah. talking about? Uh-huh. And he goes, I went to the bank. <laughs> this is 
where I call it. I'm yeah. coming out of the HSBC. The right HSBC. Here, right here in the My dad knows HSBC, too. It's a, HSBC. it's a dad bank. It's a dad I, I bank it. Um, <laughs> we welcome all dad bods. <laughs> but he's like, so I'm coming out of the bank. Mm-hmm. And, and this guy comes up to me, and he's screaming at me like, here are the Jonas Brothers. And as he's saying this, it slowly occurs to me, because he was right here in the Flatiron District. I go, Dad, was it like a tall gay man shouting at you? And he goes, tall gay man? Because I don't know, but he said these guys are the Jonas Brothers, and it's their first time back in New York in six years. And he goes, so I said to them, wait, where you been? What did he say? Like, where, where you, he named some, like, out at, like, Topeka or something. He was like, where you been, Topeka? And they're like, great. And they have him sign a release. He doesn't even read it. And I go, what are you thinking? Also, what did the release say? He goes, I don't know. I didn't even look at it. I was like, it would have had the show name on it. I go, Dad, I think you are a Billy on the street. I was thinking that. I was thinking so if it was Billy Eichner. I was afraid to mention yeah. that. I was so like, I, said, I always think that when there's questions in the like, street. Was he wearing a t-shirt and jeans? He goes, I don't know what he was wearing. I go, was he taller than you? Was he shouting? He goes, I don't know. I sent him a photo. Yo, of, your dad is on Billy on the streets. I'm going to die. I sent him a photo of Billy Eichner. I sent him a photo of the Jonas Brothers. And he goes, oh yeah, I think these are them. Oh, my dad so dope. was on fucking Billy on the street. Did you see it? And he met the Jonas Brothers. At the did, you get see, did you get to see the footage yet? I think they're filming the new season. Oh, good, good. So it'll oh, be on. Yes, funny or die. Yes. I'm going to let everyone know because it's probably going to be on True TV. That's going to be on. Oh, it's on True TV now? It's on True TV and then oh, okay. they post clips to YouTube. Oh, okay. So I know that one. It used to be on Funny or Die, I think. Yeah. I gotcha. think that's where it got its start. But like, yeah. I was sending my parents clips because he didn't understand. He didn't know who Billy Eichner was. He had heard of these Jonas Brothers, yeah. and I said that was kind of after my time. Did you watch uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, yes. Yes, I loved him on there, too. He oh, my God. He's great now. Oh, he's always great. Oh, but, uh, but he was so perfect on Parks and Rec, because he was basically playing himself. Self. Yes. Exactly. So I'm, like, sending my parents clips of Billy Eichner with uh, Elena, who's a famous uh, person on that show. Yes. She's, like, a curmudgeon New Yorker. A curmudgeon. But, so, yeah, my dad's was a, a very York charmed word. life. He met Billy Eichner and all three Jonas Brothers, which to me is not major, but that is kind of like, of course my dad walking out of a bank. They need the press right now. They just came out with a new album. Uh, right. Yeah. So he got to meet And they got babies, too. They're peak right now. <laughs> and what's his name? Uh, is, uh, just married. The Chopra from uh, Quantico. Well, he married Priyanka Chopra. Yes. And oh, then the other you're one. You're so good at pronouncing names. I suck. I, I That's like why you're Priyanka. here. That's why you're um, here. <laughs> a, big, a big Bollywood film fan. She's so hot, too, yeah. She is gorgeous. Yeah, I've, I've uh, been saying someone's hot alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's great. I'm like, take a drink. She's um, not that good at Quantico. She's not a great actress. The other, the, the Maybe hot in Bollywood, one, though. The hot one just married Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Oh, Sansa. No, she looks and good. And we're going to get to that very soon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we... Oh. That was it, that, and that's what happened this week. What the fuck? So what the fuck did we hear this week? And, you know, Jamie just decided she didn't want to listen to music this week. I didn't. That's okay. <laughs> so we're going to jump into the next song. Her name is Lizzo, and uh, this is uh, approved by both Keep Up members. We both like Lizzo. Is this off the newest album that Pitchfork didn't like? What? Pitchford didn't like it? I think I talked about it where uh, we were talking about celebrities not liking criticism and she got mad at Pitchfork for not liking her album or something. Oh, okay. Wrong on both parts. Pitchfork, (laughs) you're wrong because, I mean, I know everybody has opinions and I... Yeah. But this album is too good to not like Mm. it. Sorry. My bad. There's some albums and there's some art, there's some creations out there that are like arbitrary. I get it. But this was... This one is way too good. I've only seen her performing on Full Frontal with Sam B. I love Sam B. She did a B. set on Full She's Frontal She's so once. fucking yeah. funny. 
so, so good. I'm so happy that. for her. She was so good on The Daily Show. I'm so happy for she's her. So and the show does so well. Yeah. show does so well. She's amazing. And she's so fucking smart. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I just love... I know I'm going to sound like weird, but I, I really love funny, intelligent women. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I gravitate to them like on television shows like all the time. So, and with this one... Again, you would not like nineteen-year-old Vince. I would have not been about this. I about was like Lizzo? all about. I was about mm. fat shaming all the time. This oh, is so you really would. And that's the anti- yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's the antithesis of freaking Lizzo because that's like yeah. her whole spiel. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. she talks a lot about pansexual life. She talks a lot about uh, being overweight and loving it. Loving but what's herself. the difference between pansexuality and bisexuality? Pansexuality is you'll fuck anything. You'll even fuck like a, a, an electrical outlet. <laughs> like, I mean, because technically that's what it is, but like we only have so many options because you can't fuck anybody but people. I think like bisexual is just like basically the the male and female gender. It's like you know you don't really. Oh, but make, if you're pan, like you'll, you're saying, you'll date someone who's like fluid. Exactly. Okay. So like you were saying before, like with the the drag and all that, that that's not the okay, thing. Because like, I mean, the basically, only true pansexual up till now was Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who. Very true, and I never Who watched that show. Really? I heard that show was really good. Though. Oh, it's so good, Vince. Yeah, everybody I mean, start from the if you can find. There's it, like 13 seasons, all right. Yes, and I haven't watched the last few because I didn't like the writing for Peter Capaldi. And they have like a new, and they made a big, sorry, they made a big deal of a woman taking over. Yeah, which seems like a cool idea, and I always wondered why they never went that way, but um, I think some of the fans, the men. uh, I don't think they went back to it, man. I think they still have it. No, but they were pissed about it. Yeah, fuck them. Ruined. Mad about, yeah, mad about a a, a freaking uh, James Bond being black or a woman, even though James it's, it's Bond. It's really exhausting, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's like, a fucking fictional character, yeah. and even Sir, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who wrote them? Uh, damn, I used to remember Ian his name. Fleming? Ian Fleming. Yeah. Sir, Sir Ian Fleming. Even he was, was upset. He a sir? Yes, he was actually. Yes, uh-huh. he was. He was nice. He was upset. He was upset that, at Sean Connery because Sean Connery oh, was Scottish. Scottish and not British. Which is hilarious, but I, at the time I get it because like, why can't we have a cool British person? <laughs> <laughs> that was almost as good as your, mis- your Midwest uh, Oh accent. my god, my accents are trash, but... <laughs> so this is called Soulmate and this is from... Oh, I forgot what the album is called. Wow, I love the album so much that I almost forgot the damn album name. <laughs> this is Because I, lo- I Love You. And the song is called Soulmate. And one of the reasons why I picked it is because everybody loves to make fun of my Zodiac sign. And she mentions it right in the beginning. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> no glory. Let's go. Yeah, the old me used to love a Gemini. Like a threesome, fucking with them every night. A lot of two-faced people show me both sides. So I figured out I gotta be my own type. They used to say to get a man, you had to know how to look. They used to say to keep a man, you had to know how to cook. But I'm solo and so hosting. this song so, that's, uh, that's catchy yeah. yeah and a lot of people think that like because I have such a dark humor that I don't I, I love a lot of progressive music I love like upbeat so you just like a song about a woman talking herself up 
Yeah. Like a po- body positivity owned. <laughs> I watch Insecure and freaking Issa Rae is always but talking in the part mirror. Of me is like, there's no way you're walking around listening to Fight Song by Rachel Platt. And, I mean, it's I a could, great, actually. It's not, not a great song. <laughs> it's not a great song. <laughs> it was you used, brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I know, because it's the only one where this is my fight. But I just, I don't like it. I thought it was cheesy. Oh, I thought but, you didn't like Lizzo. I'm like, no. Oh, no. Not you, not you and Pitchfork. This I liked. Good. This kind of stuff I'm good with. It's the, like, kind of... Like lightly written, not poetic enough. Uh, uh, I gotcha. Me too. Like kind of breezy. No, you're right. Faux feminist songs about self love that I can't. Oh uh, you know. yeah, if, yeah, you're right. Like those faux feminist songs that were like written by Scott Storch. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, and it's like you, you see them like they're filming a music video in like a field or something. Exactly. Shit. I just enough. Yeah. You know. And we're gonna get to that about Game of Thrones, actually. Oh okay. So, oh, by the way, d- oh, yeah, oh we're, d- we're done, we're, d- we're done with the music. Oh, that's anyway. it, that is our shortest music segment ever, I'm sorry, I'll bring the heat next week. No, no, it's okay, it's okay, we love Lizzo over here, so we got a chance to listen to her, yeah. plus we're running out of time. What the fuck? What the fuck? Did we watch this week? And, uh, Jamie has started a new show on Netflix. Which I cannot recommend enough. That's funny, because I cannot recommend it at all. <gasps> I, as soon as I started the first episode, I was like, I'm in. Really? I, like, right off the bat, I was like, I need this. It's it's really filling a space in my I love Ellen right Page. Now. Yeah. But the part with, like, all the people getting pregnant around the world, that's when I turned it off. I was like, I can't. This is too ridiculous. Oh, see, once you get past that, that's, like, just the opening sort of explanation of how all these people came into the world. Uh-huh. But then, And that's the first five minutes, maybe, and then the rest is, like, who are they? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? How were how were they a family? How did they come to be? And it's still like this unfolding sort of story. Where Give us a little synopsis. Uh, so the Umbrella Academy is about um, seven mm-hmm. seven special quote unquote siblings because they are these kids that were born at the same time on the same day all around the world. And this eccentric millionaire actually purchased these children. Some lemony stick it type yeah, shit. Because yeah, because the mother, X. I mean, yeah, he just went around and was like, how much you want for it? Which oh, is, shit. Yeah, it was super dark, but it was like, you know, to, like, impoverished families in Russia and shit like that. Is it like, like TVM 14 or, I mean, not TV 14 or? Not, I don't pay attention to a rating, but they're, I don't think they curse a lot, so I'm guessing it's And not like, a lot of gore, not a lot of blood? No, really gotcha. not. It's, it's it, and there is a lot of, like, quote-unquote violence, I guess, but at the same time, it's not very bloody, it's not... Uh, it's very, like, like can't be uh, superhero yeah, violence? it's sort of, like, light comic book fair, uh, because it is from a Dark Horse comic about, Oh, like, love Dark Horse. Yeah, I think they do, I think they do a lot of good storytelling. I think they're a branch of uh, DC now. Is that right? I Were think, they bought out? I think so. Yeah. I, you know, I got into Dark Horse. Yeah, I could be wrong about that, comic book nerds, yeah. sorry. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, the <laughs> Dark Horse ones I've read, I wanted to see what happened to Buffy after the series end, and they published... I didn't get into that, though. I would definitely be down with a reboot of that. I love Buffy. I, I don't think there's a need to reboot it. I think you have everything you need I think right so, there. actually. I think I think a modern... I, yo, Buffy... Well, I, why I, not just create, like, a new story? Why do we have to reboot? Everything? No, you're... you're oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're preaching to the motherfucking <laughs> choir over here. But there's some things, like, I just, like... You're right. Not I, again. Not again, but it just... You just want to see, like, how it, it meshes in with the hmm. time. Even if it was a limited series. Even if it was, like, just for, like, two seasons Oh, uh, okay. Like that. I prefer a limited. Yeah. Or even, like... If at all. Or even, like, another movie, like, a, like made for, like, Netflix well, movie or something while, like that. And it doesn't have to have Sarah. It works, and they were like, oh, but it won't be written by Joss Whedon. And oh. it won't have any of the original cast. Damn, I love Joss Whedon. But it was being written by, like, a fan. And I'm like, that's not enough. No. Because if it's not going to be written by 
Joss or like Marty Knoxon or David Greenwald, like any of the people that Damn, worked on it. Real, you have all the fucking people that what? Yeah, I know. So just those two producers were like big. And David Boreanaz, we need all of them back. Oh, get all chunky Boreanaz. <laughs> <Yeah. back. laughs> oh yeah, he did gain some weight. He, yeah, at I mean, the he, bones, he was licking off the bones. It's like he got every everyone else got thinner. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Cam- uh, Sarah Michelle Geller? No, no. Uh, Allison. Was- no, I know, I know who Allison Hannigan is, and that was Willow. Uh, no, Willow. Who's the one who played Willow? Allison Hannigan. Sorry, who's yeah. the other one? Cordelia? Uh, Cordelia, there oh, you go. Uh, oh, her name's something crazy. She was Charisma pretty. Carpenter. They, that was a cool like, name. you know she's from L.A. or that some cool shit. <laughs> so again, I'm not into reboots all the time, but there's certain ones that I'm just like, ah, if we're going to if we're gonna do this, if we're going to be in this cheesy reboot like, era, let's do this. Let's do the good ones. Mm. Let's but they are re- but yeah, I, I just think I'm like, I'm good with what we have, yeah. and I'm, it's not like they could undo anything, but I'm just like, I'd like to see new stuff. You don't you think know? with, like, the new effects, like, Buffy would be dope? Oh. And the only thing that- They have re- gotten a lot better. And I don't think you've seen Sabrina yet, right? No. That's, that's another thing that, like, reinvigorated oh, the, okay. uh, the conversation to me, because, like, I felt like a lot of the elements mm. were from Buffy, so I'm just like- and I love Sabrina in her own right. And right. even that, even that, like, hmm, okay. the Melissa Joan Hart. to look into... Yeah, it was all cheesy. And that was not how Sabrina was in the comics anyway. Right. So, like, they, like, so that was not even the real version. Right. So now yeah. they're going back to the Chilling Adventures, and that's how Sabrina really was. Like, well, no, the satanic. original Sabrina was just, like, some girl who... Li- her aunts were, like, witchy witches. Mm-hmm. And she was just, like, a girl with freckles and blonde hair. And that's she how it started. <laughs> but they, they've done the comic for quite a long well, time. they rebooted all the Archies. Yes. Yes. And so they, they're like, we're going to do Dark Archie, or just yeah. like different style. Of, mm-hmm. You know, it's like Marvel they base Riverdale off of. where they do different like lines. So the newest uh, writer for both of those actually mm-hmm. does both of the shows, Riverdale. And yeah, he produces and he directs most of the episodes. Okay. But uh, yeah, so okay. I love Buffy. Yes. Uh, that was great. And so you I'm love Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I'm surprised Umbrella Academy didn't grab you. No. Uh, I love, I, I guess like... So I love comic book stuff, but I like, um, I do love Marvel still, but mm-hmm. I think I'm a little too uh, saturated. <laughs> okay. Even DC, mm. big fan of DC also. Uh, but when it comes to comic book shows, mm. I like the more obscure stuff. I like Sabrina, okay. which is I'm borderline. Me, I thought it was pretty obscure, no? It is, like you said, Dark Horse co- uh, mm-hmm. comic, but it doesn't necessarily, it, to me, it has to grab me too. Okay. And when that, it was just, that part was just so ridiculous. I get it. And then... Did know, you, you know what? If you, I think if you were a fan of Pushing Daisies, did you ever see that? Somebody tried to recommend that to me re- like this so week, if actually. You did, if you weren't into Umbrella Academy, you might not dig Pushing Daisies. Which so was what is that about? Uh, let me think about this. That did very well, that show. Lee Pace had the power to bring people back to life. Uh, I think he could do it for a minute. And then he had to touch them again and put them back into their permanent... What the fuck? But it was like... He could if that like, sounds cool. Way better like, than umbrella. <laughs> if he let it go on, like he could, he could bring them back permanently, but then he could never touch them again. Because wow. if he ever touched I'm them again, that, that. Was it. that sounds awesome. And it was highly stylized. It yeah. was sort of like wasn't maybe it was a little campy show. Yeah. it was almost campy. Like Kristen campy. Chenoweth was in it. Yes, uh, I want to say is it is Chai that the guy McBride from? Is that the guy? McBride? I like Chee McBride from Boston Public. I feel like he was in it. He might have been. I feel like he was in. I it. think he was actually, and the guy from Let's Go to Pri- uh, Let's Go to Jail or go, Let's Go to Prison. What's his name? Will Dak- Arnett. Dak Shepard was yes. in. Yes, no, no, no. But Chai- oh. Chi McBride. Uh, he oh, was the he was in. Oh, he right. was the, yeah, yeah. The toilet. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, he's a, a gentle prison lover. That's um, good. I'm so happy you saw that. Yes, no, that was a good. But movie. I will get into pushing daisies. I can guarantee you that. Okay. I just yeah. Umbrella Academy just didn't get me. I'm not saying it's yeah. trash. A lot of people love that show, and there's a lot of good ratings for it. Yeah, too. I hope it comes back, which hopefully it will, because I'm already halfway through, and I'm good. like, I don't know what I'm gonna do when it's over. I did hear there was a little bit. That's another thing. I did hear there was a little bit of letdown as it because my bo- my boss, he's the one that heavily recommended the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I asked about it later. He's like, actually. It started to wane a little bit. Like I was like, oh. it started off very strong, but then he was just like, uh, I started getting bored of it. I was just like, oh, really? oh, see, I'm already like episode six or seven. You have a different 10. perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think I you already do. did. I think I. There are some things where I'm like, no, like get it out of my face. But sometimes I'm like, I'm really just. This would be a really boring show if we agreed on all the fucking things yeah. and all the shows. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to ever like. I mean, like, what the fuck is this? But like, I, it's got so many threads, and I want to know more about all the yeah, characters. It's very popular, and I'm like, what's this guy's motive? And it got renewed. It got renewed for another season. And what's her name? Um, uh, no more, no more haters. No hateration. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige is in it. In the in the first season. Yes, she's like episode two or three. Episode That's it? two. That's it? Or no, she's... all of them. Oh. She doesn't come in until the second episode, but then she's there for like ever. Okay, now you might have me sold. Yeah. Because I liked her. you don't want no hateration. Love... Oh, that's why you said that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> date for me. <laughs> I, swear, I like for years, I was like, I missed no that way. at first. I was like, there's no way Slow that's what bit. she's saying, Slow. but then that is what she said. She got nominated recently. Um, yeah, for Academy Award, actually. Wait, what the hell was she in? Oh, was she... it music or was she acting? She was acting. She was good. Huh. That's interesting. She was good. And she was nominated for the song, too. Like, she was one of the, the, the rare heck? people what? that had been nominated for the a song, song like yeah. Barbara Streisand, like the same movie. Huh. Mudbound. Oh, Very good movie yeah, on Netflix. What was that? Yeah. I've Very good movie. title, but I don't know. So, it was awesome. Uh, there was this, sla- uh, there was this oh, slave family, or like a little bit post-slavery Right in the middle, like, like right the after the Civil War, yeah, quote unquote. Yes, yeah, so he owned this piece of land. Might it actually be? Oh, civil rights, civil rights. Oh, sorry, much he owned that. not that, like right before, so like right before, like fifties, sixties, like, or before, like the movements, okay. before the Birmingham, before okay. all that. So you're like in this like gray area, free movement, and this black family owned a farm, okay, and a white family just came in and just took it over, like no contract. Yeah, that happened often. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like I'm. I'm not surprised, but like I'm. I'm always surprised, but at the same time, like I know it's gonna happen. And you like, just have to deal with it. Yeah. You just, and they did. They were just like, "Hey, they're taking over your land." Yeah. And, and you, like the and county doesn't be, care. The yeah. authorities don't care. So, yeah. And so you. So you end. So they went from owning the land and then becoming their employees. They became the employees. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And there was a bunch of stuff that happened. Blah blah blah. And Mary J. Blige is the mother, and there's this very traumatic scene that happens with one of the sons, and she's nuts. Mm -hmm. It's a very good movie. Yeah, it might be a little queasy for you, but she performed very, very well. I think that's when you slowly start poisoning them over time. I wish that happened, but it didn't. I know. No spoiler on that. Uh, Yeah, so that's what we watched this week. What did you watch? Oh, I didn't even say what I watched. Oh, damn. (laughs) Yo, Jamie, you're the best. Breaking Down the House. Uh, That is with... Yeah, Wait, the not, not that. Oh, that is a good movie. I love that with Steve Martin. My, my parents fucking love that. <laughs> is that what it's called? Breaking down the house? Yeah, is it or is it? Yeah. Wait, what's bringing down the house? Oh, bringing down the oh. Wait, what did you the house? Oh, breaking down the house. Oh, breaking down the oh um, the Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So they had a bunch of candidates, was, not just her, but obviously I was she won. I was surprised you were watching like a, a Steve Martin Queen Latifah. Why not? Movie. That was a great movie. I don't know, but like going back, I wonder if it would be as funny. 
Uh, so it might have been very like oh six oh seven. Yeah, there was a formula back then, yeah, and they yeah. stuck to it. But yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. I think it would still be funny. Yeah. And they did it really funny with uh, with Wolf uh, Ferrell too, right? Clint Eastwood, she did the, it, or did she? Think so. Whatever. We're getting. Anyway, but you saw a much more serious. So I saw the documentary. I haven't been seeing that. I, and my, I'm wasting my AMC fucking card. I saw the last one I saw was Endgame, and now oh. yeah. So did you see it yet? Uh, no. Okay, uh, cool. Be, because I'm trying to. We're trying to organize three different people's schedules, and it's like this person's sick. This person's not nah, here. Whatever. Yeah. No worries. So next we thought week we, for sure. Sure, we can talk about it a little bit then. Yeah. So with breaking down the house, you have Alexandria uh, Cortez, uh, Octavia Cortez. And uh, they have other candidates. They have one from West Virginia. They have one from, uh, I believe, Nevada. Uh, whatever. Spoiler alert. It's real life. Right. We know uh, what happened. Basically, I think all of them lose except for her. And Is she that goes, right? Yeah, and I think she goes out to Joe Crowley. They're part of this, like, progressive mm-hmm. movement. Um, they're all part of the same, like, membership of, like, you know, democratic socialists. Mm-hmm. And all these grassroots No, Every one of the candidates doesn't have any corporate funding, blah, right. blah, blah. And it's just really, it's really About inspiring because you knew that she was a bar back. You knew like all these things, but they actually like, I mean, I didn't know. Oh, she was a bartender, like straight up while she was campaigning. Like, and it was oh. cool because she would go campaign and then she would go like dump ice. Yeah. Into, I like, and you're like, she was in politics before that, like on a local level. No, yeah, not, she held no position. Oh, she know. never even like went to like organizing meetings like that before. Yeah. Incredible. And that's why it's inspiring because that's how it's supposed to be. Like back in the day, even in um, even in Greek times and Roman times, the uh, the early versions mm-hmm. of government, you were a farmer, you were whatever you were. Right. You went into government and you went back to normal life. But in the beginnings of our country, that definitely wasn't the case. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah no. <laughs> our country has always been like you know, stay here forever. Yeah, or try I, to rule I forever. A lot of shit. And yeah. Now I'm in. The oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I have twenty peanut farms. Right. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, your accents are very good. <laughs> And that's why we have the 14th Amendment, because before, you're right, it, it was based on who owned property, and women and blacks couldn't own property. Keep us down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I had, so maybe I will get into Umbrella Academy, because you're the latest person to recommend it, and I love Mary J. Blige, so... I'd say try one more episode, I but I'm not into it. I didn't, give it a, it I, I didn't give it a fair shot, to be honest. Like I said, but once I, I saw that to. part, that was yeah. like two minutes of the shit. I was just like, no. No. This bullshit pregnancy. <laughs> nope. This yeah. is too much for me. I can't do it. So, yeah. And then, I well, I suggest Mudbound, and I suggest, okay. but I'm more into uh, recommending Breaking Down the House. Okay. Very good. Very short, too. Like, think like ads for it on the Link Wi-Fi Towers? I have a friend, <laughs> I have a friend whose daughter was in it, actually. In yeah, it? she was a little girl campaigning, and oh. she actually, they put her on, uh, I think, on the Netflix uh, Instagram page. That's funny. Yeah, not, like, exclusive, but, like, she, right, you right. see her in her there. Her little image. Yeah, a little high schooler. We might even get her for an interview, you never know. Well, for uh, work. What the fuck? Where the fuck did we go? Where did you go? I actually, it's actually similar to to you, nowheres. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a ticket to Santa Gold, and I was so stressed last week, off camera, off, uh, off, right. off mic, we talked about what stressed me out. I was so stressed out. You didn't go. I did not go. And it's not that I said, fuck Santa Gold, I would never say that. Right. I didn't realize until Tuesday. That you hadn't gone. Because you were just that in your... I woke up. And then, obviously, we had to, like, film. There was a lot of stuff going yeah, on. There was yeah, a lot was of stuff like, going yeah. not, not, no, Nobody's fault, by the way. Saturday was a bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, I had a lot on my mind. I was and dead. And even if, <laughs> even if I'm not, like, mad, like, I'm just, like, I'm just 
my mind is racing. Yeah. So like I just didn't, I didn't even think of it. And she's one of my favorite artists of all time. So I wake up on Tuesday morning and I go, <laughs> what is Santa Gold? And I look at my phone and it says, and it's like faded out and it goes mm. past the vent. I'm like, and it was like oh. 60 bucks that ticket. I was like, where the, was it? Uh, Hammerstein Bar. It's not, oh, not okay. the best, not the best venue. So I wasn't that. I and I've seen it like, bar, yeah. it's all right. It's, uh, it's got a lot of, um, a lot of carpet. It's got like, oh, maybe I have. Yeah. It's not, it's not that great. Is it like it's, old? Yeah. And they, and they use it and they, and they use it as like an extra space for like Comic Con too. Like if they can't fit people in the Javits. Yeah. Not that great. Okay. So I'm not that, and she's gonna play at Afropunk at the end of the summer. Oh, okay. I'd rather see her in a in her own set, but she's a good she's a good yeah. festival player. I mean, too. that is a bummer to like have put in money and not. Got yeah, and it. it's her tenth anniversary too. It's her tenth anniversary of um, her music. I know, I, love, I love. I love. <laughs> I know. I'm all about that. I don't know any of her stuff. So I got. So that was like my old moment. I never. That was the first time I ever did that in my That's life. That's how stressed out you were. Yeah, Jesus. I felt like an old fart when I did that. I was like. <laughs> I, I even said it to, at work. They were like, what? And I was like, yeah. yeah, the first time in my life I paid for a ticket and I forgot I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What that's like my idiot. nightmare. So where did you go? I wrote nowheres and that's exactly there where I There you go. I, so I, that's... I was in the dark. I had a really bad migraine. Oh, yeah. I was in the dark most of the week. Yeah, get yeah. get well to not that Jay-Z over here. <laughs> yeah, her head was really hurting, man. It's been raining a lot, so... I, I hear just, and I think Eeyore that. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for noticing the rain. <laughs> yeah, so I've just been like kind of a shut in. But we're happy to have you back. We're happy you're feeling happy well enough, at least world. well enough. Yes, yeah. well enough to carry on. At least you didn't forget that you went to a show. <laughs> you didn't go to didn't a show. Go. Yeah. What the fuck, bruh, bruh. Shut your bitch ass up. Surprise, motherfucker. My name is Jeff. Fuck you. Gotcha, bitch. Headshot. Help me! Help me! Nigga! Quand il part, on a dîné, machin chouette. Mon balai couille. I say mm. and here is one of our favorite portions of the show where we talk about something that we saw on Twitter something that we saw in our real life something that we said something that we could have right. said we could have put our foot in our mouth whatever we're telling you right now and we're gonna start with you with George Wallace oh yes uh, I saw a George Wallace tweet that made me laugh as, yeah. as is usually the case he's always posting oh, she's stuff. keeping it a secret from me because she didn't even put it in the fucking outline no so let's hear it oh yeah well let's hear the quote it's easier just to no, no, I know. I'm joking. Here it is. He goes, <laughs> Shout out to the top five subs in the world. Oh, yes. Marine, Lime, Conscious, Liminal, and Pina. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> For those that you don't know, George Wallace is a very famous comedian. Yes. He's amazing. He's been a, a long-time veteran of the game. He's been in Friday. Yeah. He's been in, I think... Soul playing Mars Attacks. He's amazing. He's he so was, funny. I think he had a residency at the Flamingo probably he more would. than 10 years ago. He would. The first time I went to Vegas, we were outside the Flamingo just posing with the George Wallace posters. Yes. <laughs> Did you stay in the Flamingo? No. I was about to say. No. My first Vegas trip, unfortunately, stayed in Camelot. Is that what it's called? Oh, no. Excel uh, Excalibur. Yes. Oh, 
It was, was it, it, it literally was an ashtray. And I'm not even mad about, like, oh. smoke rooms. I'm like, yeah. I, I can deal with that. I, I dealt with a lot of smokers. Oh, I, I used to, I used to smoke cigarettes. It doesn't bother me. Even, like, like kissing a girl, people are like, oh. The worst, though, for me with cigarettes is if it's on... Again, I can kiss a girl if it's on her tongue. That's cool. Whatever. Her lip. But when it's on my fingernails, that's when it's... Yeah, that's when it smells the most. Like, if I smoke a cigarette, (laughs) that's when I'm grossed out the most. If I smell my fingernails. I don't know why. That's the worst. If I'm in a room and it smells like smoke, I'm okay. Really? If it's on somebody's breath, I'm okay. I would, like, jump out a window. (laughs) Yeah, if they're smoking it, as long as it's not, like, you know, in my eye or Mm, something like that, mm. I'm fine. But if it's on my fingernails or my fingertips... I could, I could, like, want to barf. Ugh. I don't know why. And you can't, because you're, like, touching stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, like it's just so nasty. It's just so nasty. But, yeah, yeah I, lo- I, I love George we Wallace. Got a, we must have gotten a group rate, and we stayed at the MGM. Like, oh, the room, nice. That gym's nice. Those beds were killer. Fuck yeah. I'd go to sleep. I'd wake up in the love same position. I, that never happens. And that was, like, the first time you I went. You said a fetal position? No, it, sorry. I would go to sleep and wake up in the same position. Like, oh, I hadn't moved. It sunk. <laughs> I was just. It sunk it in. <laughs> Invented it, sucked it. They invented it, good bets. Um, yeah, that was, uh, so George Wallace was at the Flamingo like in 07, and Ooh, I think it was like yeah. 07. That's prime George Wallace right there. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to mine real quick, and yeah. then yours. I wrote this, and it was based, I'm not gonna lie, it was based on this shitty conversation I had at work. Oh. I can't say it, I, I, you know, I have people from work listening to my show now, so whatever. Um, but uh, it's not in, but, but I'm making it broader now. So I'm saying, when does a symptom become a choice? Because there's some people that uh, get labeled as either victims or Mm -hmm. uh, sick people, whatever. And then they live this lifetime of people feeling sorry for them or just like naturally like, you know, going to their side. But like sometimes like I'm saying to myself, not like if you're like permanently sick, not if you're like diagnosed with something, but my question in this, and I didn't even get to tweet it yet, by the way, I wanted to though. (laughs) But I, I pose this question to you, Janie. I know I'm being very blank. I know I'm being very broad right now. But when does a symptom become a choice? Like, or how do we differentiate that? Uh, so not so much like a symptom. Well, when does a, a label become a choice, or when does like a designation? Okay, become let's bring it there. Into? Again, I don't have to go too far right. into what my work conversation was. Right, but um, even knowing what it was, I'm still trying to figure. It out. It was about domestic abu- right. abuse, and there are people out there that obviously are getting abused and mm-hmm. being fucked up, male right. and female, mostly women. Uh, and I'm not like pointing anybody out, but when okay, so there are lots of situations where like, and my and my sister's in social work, so I've seen a lot of in- right. instances yeah. like some people would be like. Well, why didn't they go to the mother's house? Actually, um, people oh, from ACS people from ACS will be like, "No, you can't go there because the husband or the spouse or the the, the freaking partner will know that you'll go there, so you're right. endangering your child." Uh, well, then, I'll, how come they didn't go to a relative? Uh, again, not everybody has supportive family, and even if you do, they can find it's like that's a place they can find you exactly, yeah. and they just check off the list like, "No, then where do I go?" Right. And they, like, basically force them to go to a shelter, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. So there are obviously serious situations like that. And then we were talking about, like, people getting back with the abuser, blah, blah, blah. Right, the cycle of violence, yeah. So let's say, like, this is going on for 20 years. Is it really... Which it can, and it, it can. does. It can, it can. But I'm, I'm mad that I'm making this an example. There are so many situations where people try to victimize themselves. Right. I'm sorry that it's about domestic abuse. Right. It's really not. That's just one example. When does a symptom 
of someone being in just an abusive environment mm-hmm. or any type of environment, when does it become a choice? Uh, or can it become a choice? That's Yeah, I feel like for every situation there could be a different answer. Like for domestic abuse, some people just don't have the resources or the wherewithal. Very true. Very true. So it's like... Then it's like, it, it is a choice and it isn't. It's like the same way, like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of another example. What is it where it's like, oh, why did you just not put yourself in that situation? It's never really. And I'm not asking like, yeah. I'm not asking like, oh, no, it's a boo on you. Like, right. I'm really curious. But it's like, when where is the line? I don't know where it is. Yeah, like, when is someone like an adult? Like, when is someone like just not always a big, like, oh, well. This person, the statistics show that like that that, that always yeah. happens, and I'm just like, or like, oh, when someone you know is uh, not the nicest person or the smartest person, you go, oh, well, they had such a bad childhood. That's a great. That's a great example. You know, and they lash out at other people. That's a, they do that's a way better example than mine. <laughs> uh, childhood was so bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, Michael Jackson. That's a great example. Like when he was abusing children, a lot of people that came to his defense were just like, and he and he didn't get convicted, but whatever. In my mind, I. Semi cancel. I'm not gonna be like if somebody like put right. him on the radio. Like if stop that. Comes on, yeah, yeah, stop that shit. I just me personally, I feel uncomfortable listening to him. Not it, it is weird now having heard Wade yeah. Robson and uh, uh, Jonathan. He had a weird name. Jonathan. Jonathan. Is it that weird? <laughs> no, no, no. His last name was oh. his last name was weird. But, but yeah, Rob, yeah. Uh, Wade is like fam- famous, the right. famous uh, yeah. choreographer for Britney and, and everybody. So, yeah, I was actually just watching clips of some of his dances from So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, yeah and a lot of people say it's about the money, but he has his own money. Like, he made oh, a lot yeah, of money over that. the years. What yeah. money? Whatever. Anyway, but yeah. But yeah. that's a great example. Like, at what point, if he was alive, right. I would say that to him too. Like, at what point Do are you not... hold him accountable? Yeah, are you shit? making yeah. choices not based on your victimhood? Right. Like, yeah, their parents were not quote-unquote, good parents. Yeah, and disclaimer, I am a, I am on the side of victims, but yeah. I'm just curious. And they're I, all, like, a little fucked up, but not to the degree that he was fucked up. And the same thing with R. Kelly, and I was abused growing up, and they say 75, not uh, not like uh, my, my parents, like, right. physically abused, but I was sexually abused a lot, actually, when I was growing up. And I'm not, a, I'm not like, a prime example at all. It's just the way that I turned out. And who knows? I'm, I still got a lot of life to live. Yeah. You never know. Also, like, maybe you had different, did you uh, have different kinds of resources? Like, were you able to get therapy no. pretty early on? No. Uh, the at only all? time I got, no. Never. Never. Well, not never. Okay. I got therapy once, but it wasn't for that. Uh, oh. You're going to laugh at this. I told my mother I hated her. <laughs> and I was in second grade. <laughs> and, I mean, to me, like, what boy didn't? But to her, she went to my dad and she goes, we're sending him to therapy. What? And he goes, why? Eileen, why? What child <laughs> is sane and says they hate their mother? Like, every child? Yeah, she didn't know that at the time. But my mother was Because really you were young. young. Because you weren't 13. My mother was, like, 30. 20 when she had me. You know what I'm saying? So, I- what else? <laughs> Who knows? I probably would have been less fucked up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went to therapy, and the therapist was like, "This is not we could do a couple of sessions, yeah. but this kid's not. I mean, he's crazy, but he's not like clinically crazy." You know? So that's interesting to me. Not to, to harp on any of your personal. No, 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 no I don't care. I wanna, I'm different. I'm but, different. But it's interesting that I I'm would an anomaly assumed, in that situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have assumed based on the way you carry yourself and the way you talk about it that you had dealt with it by going to therapy or like a professional of some sort. It does feel. It's so weird because, like, I harbored it for a long time. Obviously, yeah. And it was because, yeah, I, I didn't tell anybody for a very long time. I just put it in the rear, like, didn't, and I wouldn't even think about it myself. Right. I, it was so back in back of my mind. I don't know what made me do it. One day I just came, I, I mm. said it to my ex, and she acted very immature about it. 
she like she laughed at first and then the and then a oh, few that shit was funny to her yeah serious i'm dead serious did you throw her out a window no i didn't <laughs> i didn't really know how to because like that was my first time like telling I, somebody that's the kind of shit where i'm like oh if i could time travel there are so many people i would throw out the window <laughs> one of my best friends, he's not my he's not my friend anymore. He's the one that introduced me to her and that was the one I told you like backstabbed me after we broke up and oh, like became yeah. so I should have known. Should have right. known. But I told him, he was like one of the only people I told and he you know what he said? He goes, Ew dude, that's gross. Why would you tell me that? Yeah. Because I had I had men and women try to abuse me. So you know what I'm saying? I had one guy, my one of my ex's uh brother and now and so and people go, Well, how come you don't like do something or confront him? He has He's like dying of AIDS, and he's addicted to crystal meth, and he's homeless. It's like he got his yeah karma came around. What am I going to say to him that makes him feel even worse? Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like who cares? Yeah, and also it's like it's not always about like confronting the person yeah. who did something. To, it's just about maybe but even with those your own piece. You're right. It. Yeah, but even with those rejections, I still I don't regret it because I still felt better. Even, having said something. Yeah, even though they, like, even though I got, like, a mixed bag of, like, reactions. Shitty reactions. Yeah, and now even more. I've said it on an episode when I was by myself. Uh-huh. A couple of people, uh, some fans, like, hit me up or were like, wow, that was very truthful, but I can't believe you said that. Because you're right, like, the way I carry myself, it doesn't seem, but I, you never I, know. I assume you just never know. dealt with it in a more structured way. I can't I even explain it to But you. I guess just, like, putting it out there. But there's no size something. fits all for anybody. Yeah. That's just... Just yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. That's just me. That's just how I deal with it. I'm not ashamed of it. I, I don't. Well, because it wasn't a choice. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And I was ashamed of it to a degree. Obviously. Yeah. But like I knew that it happened. There was nothing I could do about it. But I think it was because of the times. It wasn't because like I couldn't tell anybody. Mm. But because of the times. Like, you know. Right. Even saying that. Yo, this was like when I told yeah. Randy. I was like 26, 25. So that was like. Imagine two, telling somebody at 15. Seven, eight, nine. When I was twenty six, twenty, uh, I was no, that was two thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm bad. That was like two thousand twelve like or thirteen. Yeah, that was like twenty twelve or thirteen. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to our show. Yeah, twenty twelve. <laughs> it's funny, like from oh, from twenty twelve yeah. to like now, we've really jumped. Kind of like we've made like a huge leap ahead in the way we like, yeah hear people or deal with these kinds of things. Yeah. So, like, even if you're getting beat up a lot growing up you can label yourself a victim for the rest of your life. Even if you were, like, malnourished. Right. Even, there's just so many things. And, and I'm I think not, most people don't like to be labeled a victim. Yeah. They just like to say, this shit happened to me. And even Rihanna. Even Rihanna. Like, right. I don't see... Like, you know, sometimes she'll yeah. advocate for, like, abuse uh, mm-hmm. victims and stuff like that, but I don't see her, like, always on the forefront. She does confront people, like I said, with Snap, like we said off air right. about Snapchat. They made it very distasteful. Yeah. And even myself this week, I made the distasteful <clears throat> conversation... But my point is, and, I, and you've agreed already, yeah, well, like, when do we, and I don't want to sound like some Republican conservative, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. we're all good, but there should be a little ounce of accountability with things, like, everything can't be like, well, your childhood is the reason why you did that. Right, like, there are, I, I guess it's in terms of stuff like with my Or your last and, abusive relationship, right. or you're like... like, you can't, you know, um, dine out on these excuses dine for Dine out, that's a good one, that's yeah, a good one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a more apt uh, story. I have a dirty joke about that. Oh, God. Uh, Spare me. Oh, damn it. Spare me. God damn it. What about our audience, though? Fuck. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to tell it anyway. I know you are. Go ahead. I had a friend. It's not a joke. My friend Jody, she was like, uh, she was like, uh, she said something about eating. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, he went down on me. And she goes, yeah, he was dining at Jody's. I was like, oh. 
Oh, Jody, you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was great. I was like, I gotta use that like all the time. Ugh. <laughs> no. No, Vince, don't use that, yeah. especially in front of me. <laughs> well, I'm dining at Jody's. Like, come on, man, that's amazing. It's like a bad diner. A Ooh. bad diner. It could be a good diner for mm. some, <laughs> depending on what your diet is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, do you have anything to add to No, that? no. I, I hear where you're coming from when it comes to people, like, perpetrating crimes and stuff and being like, but, you know, my child, which is often a reason stuff like that happens. But yeah. I think that's, a, like, if you don't talk about that stuff or deal with it, then you end up, like, perpetuating the cycle of, like, uh, I definitely think that helps. Even this, even yeah. this. I think it always helps to just, like, bring it up. And three out of four people that are abused, male or female, are 70, not three out of four, sorry. I've got my number. But that, that is the number. 75, you are 75% more likely to abuse someone else. If you've been abused. Yes. Yeah, I have. I don't know the numbers, but I've heard that stat. Yeah. You know, like, usually people go on to, like, hit other people, yep. hit themselves. Yep. hit, sexual abuse, all that stuff. Because it's like, this is, these are some of your core lessons in life. Mm -hmm. So, like, the earlier it happens, the more likely it is that, you know, even when you watch someone get beat, like one of your family members, one of your friends, and yeah, stuff like that, you, you think might. Like, this is normal. Yes. And this is how people behave. Yeah. yeah. So I give people, I had a friend, um, his dad was in jail a lot of his life. His mother was addicted to drugs. She had HIV herself. They gave him up to uh, for adoption. Uh, he was raised by his grandmother. Hmm. And a lot of people growing up were like, oh, why does he do this? Why does he do that? And I would give him a pass for a while. I'd be right. like, dude. Right. I mean, he went through this. Yeah. But then when we hit, like, 30, I stopped doing that. I was just like... Oh, yeah, by 30... Probably, probably, like, a little before that, actually. Yeah. And I said it to his face. I was just like, dude, I have defended you so many times, and I've always been like, yo, he's had a rough life. Like, soften up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, at what point, dude? Like... <laughs> Eventually, yeah. More, some people just aren't capable of reflecting upon their behavior. Yeah. And we were just talking about that. Like, it's yeah. important to reflect... And change, and not everybody's capable of doing that. So it's like I have sympathy for people who didn't have the best, you know, foundation. Do you have a non-celebrity example? Uh, in my, you don't have to just say. Yeah, I uh, no, I'm trying to think. Well, it, honestly, it's what we were talking about before we went on air. Like the way we communicate with our families. Ah, that's a good example. Is different. It's a regional thing. It's definitely like. Uh, I say an ethnic thing. That doesn't mean, like, necessarily a person of color. Just, like, ethnics. We're a le There's we're some people in Jamie's life that think that she <laughs> abuses her pants. She slaps them <laughs> up. She she, no. she goes on uh, uh, Ramsey on them. For I mean, I up. didn't... But, like, and Sarah so was said to me, I didn't realize, like, how we spoke to each other was, at, like, out of the ordinary for a lot of people. That's ordinary for me. Yeah, because, like, you know, my friend knows. She's like, no, I said to my mom. Like, you know, like, well, because we just... We, we keep it real. We keep, <laughs> keep it real. It goes wrong. It always goes wrong. It always it goes wrong. So right. <laughs> right when somebody says like, hey, "I'm gonna keep it real." Oh shit! Why do I, I don't want you to keep it yeah, real. I, I, keep me real away, real yeah, far. I think we're just used to being um, more aggressive and louder. New York. And not all, yeah, New York. yeah, yeah. And we've talked about <laughs> this before. I think it's just like a natural state of being, and I didn't really. It's like the way I went to college and people went, oh my god, I love your parents' accents. We can't believe it. And I was yeah. like, they have accents? Ah! It's like until you get out of your, you know, comfort yeah. zone or like your region, your area, your town, you don't realize like you don't have any way to look at yourself in your life and reflect upon it. When I when I lived in the Midwest, I didn't even know I had 
accent. With an accent, yeah. And I don't think you do. That's the funny thing. You sound like a normal person. Thank you. Thank you. I, I see. I think the same of you. But in Indiana, of course, I thought everybody had an accent. And they were like, oh, let, let me give you a newsflash, Lee. Sight bottle. And I'm like, why are you saying it like that? They, pr- they pronounce it. And they go, yeah, they go, well, bottle's not spelled with two days. And I'm like, ooh. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I was like, I had like a revelation. I was like, I oh my God, I really do say it like that. They're like, say Walter. And I'm like, wow, this is like the most enunciation I've ever heard you say in my fucking life. And it had to be bottle and fucking water. Like, say you did it again. I'm like, <laughs> you, did, you did it again. You can't even say, say coffee. And I'm like, coffee? Co- I know, because we How go. How do they say it? So they say coffee. Co- I can't even say it like them. Coffee. coffee? But we say coffee. Like we, or, yeah, New York. Uh, like yeah, like we. Co- not, yeah. Co- coffee. It's coffee. Like so boring. Like coffee. Yeah, we say it like that, but coffee. we say it quick, so you don't even really hear it. Like yeah, like we're like from Boston or like, like, like coffee. Yeah. Or like, ah, like it's like I went there and like there were Minnesotans and Wisconsinites and people from Illinois. So everybody was bringing all this weird shit, and I was like, "What the hell's a bubbler?" Oh God. Or pop. Pop. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my dad's from Chicago, and they be saying, "I'm like, it's soda." They're like, "No, it's." I'm like, even when you say soda pop, like you, like you're leaving out the word. Like it's this kind of funny stuff where, yeah, it's you don't know it's different or even like not normal or not like the status quo for everybody until mm-hmm. you like get out of your own space. That's like true. if I never left here, I'd never know all these weird little idiosyncrasies of different Very parts true. of the country. The way Southerners are so friendly in the morning, what the hell's that about? Oh, from the movies and shit that I've seen and the news. Oh. They probably are covering up some shit. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they're just, it's like this weird... Um, some bodies in the barbecue pit. Sort of friendliness to complete strangers. That Southern not hospitality. Yeah, like walking down the street. I was not awake in the morning, but my friend and I, that I do dinner and Dexter. Yes. We did a road trip through the South, and... She would get up in the morning to go get What home. the hell was the prompt we, of that? We were heading to uh, Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. The fuck is that? Dolly Parton's Amusement Park! <laughs> is it nice? Is it good? Oh my god, it was amazing. Oh my god, that sounds awesome, actually! <laughs> it's like, it's this weird cross-section where it's like a gay and Christian mecca. Because How have I never heard of this? I don't know. She's the reason that Pigeon Forge, Tennessee has industry. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Middle of fucking nowhere. She, is um, she from Tennessee? She is from the Great Smoky Mountains. Okay. They have a recreation of Dolly the Parton, one by room the way. cabin she grew up in. You saw Dumpling? That was a good no, movie. No. Oh, you would love that. Yeah, she did the soundtrack. Oh, no, I didn't know. Oh, you no. would love it. She's, Netflix. I mean, she is like a character. And Jennifer great. Aniston. Uh, Very good movie. Okay. I'll look, I, I've heard, but I'll look into it. The girl that was the, the bigger chick, the redhead that mm-hmm. was in... Uh, Bird Sierra Box. Burgess? No. Bird Box? Oh, no. Whatever. She's she's on fire right now. Double. Yeah, she's okay. she's been in a few roles this I mean, Dilly Parton does some good shit. But, I mean, this yeah. is like, it was half like amusement park. With and 9 to 5, roll. isn't it? I'm <gasps> <laughs> 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 so bizarre. But it was like half roller coasters and half like quaint country stuff. I had to do this. Like, there was a general store. And, and I've been to Tennessee a few times. Oh, this is, well, because this is like in the middle Pigeon of the Forge. Yeah, I mean, trust me, it's a scene. But um, they, they just had... A place to play checkers on a porch. Her relatives do a show every like hour, and it really is. And like, is it because you're Dolly Parton fans, or like I, you just saw it like somewhere? Where'd you see it? I, I don't know. We went through a phase where we were just super like, I don't know, turned like into this idea 
that Dolly Parton had her own theme park, and there's this, like, cult of Dolly, and people are super into it. And we appreciate her. I don't think I'm, like, obsessed with her, but I think... You are. Yeah, I... But so are we. So are we all, yeah. Who doesn't love Dolly Parton? Because she's so pleasant and funny, and she makes she's fun amazing. of herself. She's amazing, yeah. She's got talent, and she gave us some of, like, our greatest songs, you know, like, um... Her song, the Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love yes, You. Yes, yes. I love that rendition, that too. Wrote about her, uh, Dolly Parton wrote about her writing partner. Yeah. When they were kind of diverging in their careers mm-hmm. and deciding to go their own way. Just learned a lot of this stuff at the Chasing Rainbows Museum. <laughs> get out of here. It's in the theme park, you go to Chasing Rainbows. And I'm going, the by the way. Of it, you sh- it's amazing. It's I mean, going to be on another episode. I'm I, gonna, where the fuck did I, mean, I go? I did... I did see one Asian person in Midgen Forge, so, you know, that was it. Wow. That was it. Actually, I heard Just there, a heads up. Actually, I heard there is a good Asian population in Alabama. What? How'd they get there? I know. <laughs> I always say that myself. Like, why there? Of all the places. So, I'm going to try... Well, thank you, by the way, for gear... Like, you helped I, me navigate from that dreary subject that we were getting, and we actually brought it to a positive that. place, yeah. and then we went to Dolly Parton Land. I'll send you photos sometime. It's amazing. Yes. I mean, and you got to go to that family show yes. where they sing her songs... But it's like, and here's her Uncle Jim. Like, it's amazing, because they are related. But this is why we missed you. Like, I love Mark, but I don't think he would, would be able to navigate back to yeah, somewhere pleasant. Yeah, I wonder pleasant. if he's in that the Dolly Parton wheelhouse, where he'd be, like, psyched to go to... You know, and he's a gay man. Yes, but, but I, don't, I don't know that that's his vibe. I was about to say, <laughs> like, he's not into, like, gayness. And I think that's older gays. That's yeah. definitely not, like, millennial gays. Yeah. I think it's just, like... Uh, Older gays, the women yeah. that love them, and good Christian folk. Yes. On their honeymoon? <laughs> there were a lot of just married cars driving in with us. And we were like, what the fuck is, who's doing their honeymoon at Dollywood? But we had a great oh time. Oh my god. Well, to wrap up, I want to I wanna share a, uh, a quote from one of her interviews um, about Dumpling, actually. Okay. About this, uh, the movie she was heavily involved in, produced, and made the soundtrack. I, again, I would recommend that to you. You would Check love it. it. Okay. You'd really like it. Okay. Definitely Isn't that a, a larger beauty queen, right? Yes. Okay. And her mom was a former beauty queen, oh. and she's still one of the judges. So she's like sticking it to her mom, Jennifer Anderson. Right. Jennifer Anderson's the mom, uh, and Dolly Parton makes like a, a cameo in it. It's it's a it's, it's a, a phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So actually, it's on on that level. Yeah. This joke. So she's on the show. I forgot what talk show. They're all the same now. And uh, somebody mentioned that the the, uh, the husband, Dahlia Parton's husband, had a crush on Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my God. And uh, she goes, uh, oh, he says something about having a threesome with Jennifer Aniston. And uh, the, the talk show host goes, you're, oh, the late night host, sorry, difference. The late night host goes, you're, you're not, like, upset about that? He's so old, he can't even get it up. Dream on, boy. <laughs> Uh, I was like, that is so Dolly Parton, it's not even funny. Yeah, they're like, go ahead, you can get it up. (laughs) That was her brand. She has never shied away from that kind of thing. Love her, love her. uh, One of my favorite quotes is, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. Oh my, I love that quote. That's a good quote. Oh, I'm so, another Hancock, because you love Dolly. I think I I love that. Fans of Dolly on this show. Yeah, Jolene's a good song. I love Jolene, and they play Jolene, they play Jolene on the... Okay. I know. Okay. Come I'm on. That's why I'm. I'm break. Yeah. Come to Dolly Parton Land Part Two. I'm mean, gonna watch it this week. Dumpling, and it's got the little positive review on it. It's dumpling. Dumpling. Yeah. Dumpling, and that's her nickname. That's what Jennifer Aniston <laughs> calls her all the time. Just oh doesn't call her by her real name, and she hates it. She's just like, Mom, 
I'm sorry, Dumpling. My name's Jessica. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gosh, you don't give us enough time. That's starting up next week. <laughs> oh, we're ready. We're going to get more and fucking bachelor. I'm already tired. I'm already tired. Oh, no. I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it, but I can just, I can feel it. It's like all these dude bros coming in. With dude your... bros. We need to put that in the dictionary. A dude bro. A dude bro. That might be me. I might surface up there. I love you, Rachel F. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough Rachels on this fucking show. Oh, I can't even remember her name. I've already forgotten it. But she is a beauty queen, so that'll be interesting. Rachel F. Yourself. <laughs> so, that wraps up, and this is actually one of our shorter shows. We were just trying to run through. We did very it well. It feel short, but I, I, we, we just got through it. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm sorry, said. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I'm joking. Um... Wonderful having you back, Jamie. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Glad to be in the land of the living again. Yes, <laughs> yes. So this was episode 53. Uh, we had our Wi-Fi, so we didn't go down with the Wi-Fi. No. We actually went up with For the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Jamie actually provides that. <laughs> this is brought to you by uh, My hot Jamie. Spot. Yeah, her hotspot. So, again, great episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, I look forward to hearing you and Mark. Yeah. In episode 52. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jamie does a lot of the editing of the show, so she didn't get to see this part. Mark did the editing for the last episode. Thank you. So it'll Mark. be like a brand new episode for her. She'll be able to listen. I know. Fresh ears. Fresh ears. Fresh ears. <laughs> fresh ears. But, um, yeah, she's back on the grind. Uh, where can we find you, Jamie? Not that Jay Z on Instagram and Twitter. Just retweeting George Wallace tweets. She has, actually. Yeah. She's not lying on that one. That, it's always like something, something, and whatnot. He's got a great accent. I love That's, it. It's like his delivery. That's like the best part about it. He him. does have unique speech patterns. Yes. They just belong to him and him alone. George Wallace, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see him open for Dolly Parton sometime. He probably would. He probably has. You would be, or don't be surprised. Versa, like one of the, if they could do a co headlining tour, it would be a uh, weird cross section of a America, but his humor would appeal to her crowd. Sold. Yeah. Already sold. <laughs> Already sold. You can find me on on the same platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Still Vin Sane. All the things. SoundCloud, you can find our show. You can find our show on Spotify. You can find our show on Google Play. You can find our show on iTunes, Apple Podcast. We're trying to get on one day when I'm, st- when I'm not lazy. We're going to try to get on Google Podcasts. Oh, I, that's, I didn't know that existed. Yes. Okay. They do. And do, they do very well, actually. They have the Joe Rogan. They got oh. Alex Jones. They got a bunch of people. Oh, Alex yeah. Jones. They, that, that, but that just shows the diversity. That's what right, I meant. Right, We're all... They don't care. All, yeah. They'll take them off. Yeah, and they took them off of Facebook recently and Twitter. <laughs> rightfully so, though. I'm not about the InfoWars. I hate all of them, actually. He's I hate... Like mental, is he kidding or is he mentally ill? Well, he goes back and forth saying... Whatever, we'll talk about that next yeah. episode. But, um, yeah, you can find us on all those platforms. You can find us on our social media platforms. And let's do it. So you better... Shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. With not that Jay-Z. <laughs> and still Vincent. Over and out, homies. <laughs>